0: Just like a bird, I just wanna fly free, so high, and own a piece of land somewhere, somewhere off in the country. Oh. oh, yeah, listen. Like a hundred degrees, like I got chains for me. Black male in the family tree, been proud of my destiny. Reckon I'll fly away, cause it's too much for the plane. should going have down this way. What happened to my master plane? Cause I can't figure out, I could have been a love child. sign yeah. that close to a peace of mind is about to be fine so tell a-
1: Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am e Veo. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a blanket, a pillow, hell, sit right here on the step. Get comfortable. Get you something to drink, uh, some tea, some water, some coffee, something cold, something hot, Winter time coming, right around the corner. Uh hell get your drink on. It's three o'clock somewhere. <laughs> it is three o'clock somewhere. Um I said I want to do a series of and the other one was the first of five. And that was was on relationships. This one is family. Second of five. We're gonna talk about family. You know, when we get into these Spiritual journeys. Some of us want to add our whole family. Knowing that they not ready. But we want, and this, if this is not you, then listen, because you might find you somewhere. But if this part ain't you, don't worry about it. Right? But some of us make this mistake. We want to add our whole family. No, no, no. We don't do that. No, no, no. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. I'm I'm in my zen. I got to meditate. I got to move all this stuff out. The same way it took time for you to get there has to take time for your family to get there. Right? But we don't want that. Because when we are ready, everybody got to get ready. Fuck that. They wind up throwing their spouses or their partners out, start disowning their kids, fighting their kids and stuff. And it becomes one big mess. And what it does is it does not make the children or the people that's in your house under your roof want to accept spirituality because you came in like a fucking demon. Nobody don't want that. Like, nah, nah, we good. And I know because I made that mistake the first time. Everybody. Oh nope, nope, nope we reg- we vegans, nope, nope. And I forced it on them. And it was wrong. It was wrong. And I had to apologize. And then someone gave me the best advice. Don't force it. Let them see you live like that. You be the example. Let them do what they do. Eventually they'll jump on. And it was fact. When I first got my hand of a ruler my co founder Right, and, and if you don't understand what that is, listen to previous uh, podcasts and you'll understand. Anyway, when I first got it, a ruler told me, all your children will follow this. I just can't force them. But I have to be the example. So you know what I did? I stopped. I knew what I was capable of doing. I knew what I wasn't. So I didn't force it. I just lived my life. That was it. And they all started coming around. They started seeing. Like, okay, my mom ain't changing. This is who she is. Nah, okay. She's really doing this. She is. She ain't playing. Oh, okay, okay, all right. And then it was each one of them. As I became the living example, each one of them started noticing and they started applying it to their life. My daughter Isha, she was on her way to court, housing court, and she saw for the landlord, his lawyer, and she saw, and she looked, and she saw the beads and stuff, and she said, on. And the lady said, Santo? She said, wait, she said, no, my mother's in the do not say blah, 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 blah. She said, I know the name, but that's what I call it. And she said, oh, beautiful. And she told the, the, the lawyer for the landlord, told her, no, you know, she's the child of a legwa. And she told each other, she said, I'll help you. Even though she was for the landlord, she said, I'll help you, right? And the lady went back in, came back out, told her what to do. And when she got finished, she told my daughter, she said, when you go home, take a cigar and some things because it was Allegra that helped you, not me. But I fed her food leg every day of my life. Now, a good girlfriend of mine that I grew up with, Paris, was sitting next to my daughter. And she was like, yo, your mom is the truth, man. And she was like, oh, wow, I, I need help too. And my daughter told her what to do for a Legwa. And she said, Oh, okay, all right. Tell yo, tell your moms, thanks. I wasn't even there. But for people to speak highly, and then for your children to remember and to recall what they see, to share it with the next person. Cause that's what spirituality is. It is helping those. To come out of the dark places, to lend a hand, moral support, words of encouragement, to inspire, to uplift. That's what you do, because we're all one big family. And to make an impact on somebody else's life, even when you're going through the dark, because when you light someone else's light, yours light too. You know what I'm saying? So that was one. Then, my daughter, Shaba, my baby daughter. She noticed, okay, I know, because she was going through it with her baby father. And, you know, some women, they uh you know, be intimidated or whatever. But she knew. Ogun got me. My mother always talk about him. Ogun got me. And he showed did. He made sure my baby was okay. And for that, she lived right there by the goddamn train track. Right there. Ogun got her. And he's been watching over her every day of her life. father, Foon Ogun. As well as Egun. Egun watches all my children. I can't ever forget Egun. Then, also, my baby daughter. I'm looking. My mother has an elephant, right? Smith's in one leg. But we all, all her children, every so often, one of us get to have the elephant. And, you know, to us, it's like our mother's energy, her vibe, her spirit is in that elephant. So she watches over us. So I always thought my daughter Isha, my oldest daughter, had it. And me and my brother in laws would be like, every time we come to Isha's house, she, she might be hiding it right? So I stayed with my daughter and I never saw the elephant. I'm like, is she hiding this shit because I ain't got it? Then one day, my daughter was talking to me, my baby daughter was talking to me on FaceTime, on video. I said, is that my mother elephant? She said, "Yes." Yeah. So I screenshotted it. I said to my brother and him, I said, Shabba got that damn elephant. And I told her, I said, I'm coming to get it. I said, I'm coming to get it because you done had it all this time. My daughter said, mom, I'm down here in Atlanta. I need my grandmother's energy around me. I said, you know what? You right. You right. Because I was going to take it back. I said, you right. You so right. We're all up here. Everybody's up here together. You right. You right. You need her. She's there. You are so right. <laughs> my daughter, Dee. <Dean, laughs> when she comes up here, she'll lay right there by Yemaya. My father up on Yemaya every day. She'll give her respect so soon, each and every day. She came to the drumming when I got initiated. And I couldn't see myself. And Didi said, my, you look so beautiful. This is the most beautiful I ever saw you. And you look happy. And it melted my heart to know that one of my kids were there. One of them. She was. She came. And she opened my store while I was gone, she did, and I was grateful for that, I was, and she knows, then my son, he even went to Cuba, so I had to first be the example, not the tyrant, not the enforcer, but the example you don't need to browbeat any one of your family or friends. You just need to live your life. For real. And when it came down to relationships, <laughs> I let them know, you know, first I asked about them. I, I'm just living my life. And that's it. Now, if you want to be a part of it, great. But if not, there's certain things I can't do, and I'm okay with that. But I also know that I have to choose wisely on who I want to spend the rest of my life with. Because once that's done, it's done. And I'm not <laughs> into the process of moving people in my house. That I don't do. Ain't no man coming to move. And no guy will ever, like, oh, you got to call me daddy. No, no. I Listen, <laughs> Craig was their stepdad, right? And the kids gave him that name. He was the dad that stepped up. But they would call him Craig. Didi and him, excuse me. (coughs) After a while, they would call him Pop. You know, but they knew who their real father was, but they would call him Pop. But it took years. I wasn't going to sit there and be like, yo, you got to call him Daddy. No, no. And he made sure, like, first of all, we both came from women, that didn't play about their home. They cleaned that shit. They didn't play about that. Like, we we wasn't doing that. We moved refrigerators. We cleaned because Craig's mom is that lady. Like, Miss Ford is going to clean at all. What? Nah, you can do a fucking floor. She's going to clean. And my mom was the same. So there's there, there's no excuse. And then when they would come and check on us, we ain't have no excuse, like, yo, why is it dirty like this? Like, nah, we, we didn't give them that. We cleaned. Um my example came from a family from my pops. Real talk. Because me and my father, like my father would talk. He would he would have conversations with us. And he would he would show, like, yo, you you pay. You know what I'm saying? You. There's a saying, you know, like dudes always yell out, oh, you know, women are gold diggers. If you can't afford, stay in your financial lane. Because grown-ups pay bills. And if you're there, then you paying a bill. We're not doing this, oh, you going to lay on top of me and... Listen, I don't know if this is a trend. I don't know if these are just certain women that allow this. This is not spiritual. So let me let me tell y'all this right now. This ain't about the spiritual journey. If you are in my house and every day you're sitting here eating food, all of that, you eating. And when you come, you bring food and... You Instead of bringing food for everybody, you bring food for you. And you rip off the top and put a few spoons in it. And me and my kids got to share that. And if I ask you for something, that means I'm a gold digger. And all I want is your money. And you coming in my house eating my stuff? First of all, shame on me. Because I need some help. I need some healing. Because that's not not how a relationship works. You have women that will... Post oh, me and my man, we driving. He's the dad. He's this. But you don't have two dollars to rub together. You begging everybody else to get your kids and use some food. But you riding with this motherfucker. No, 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 no. Or or you you posting him and all of that, and then you telling everybody, oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm just trying to get myself together. My phone is or listen. I was just talking to my daughter, Dee Dee. I said, (laughs) my granddaughter got a cell phone, right? There's no reason in this world today that a grown man should not have a cell phone. There's no reason in this world today that a female should not have a cell phone. You should not be calling people through Facebook, through the app, because you don't have a cell phone. Oh, I don't have one. I got to wait. God damn it. You go to Metro, piece of shit. You, yeah. Yeah. You could go anywhere, Walmart, anywhere to get a goddamn cell phone. They still giving out Obama phones. It is humanly impossible. And then, (sighs) spirituality is to, even with family, is to uplift, encourage, change your life, right? For the better, for the better. You should not have 90,000, every every month you got a new phone, a new phone number, because you couldn't keep this phone on. Now it's time for you to start looking at yourself and changing the narrative and changing the way you see it. And the sad part is, when your family try to give you some information or some encouragement or even some constructive criticism, you get mad and want to dog them out. Oh, this is why I wish my egg is on me, because, you know, they, I, family is all fucked up. Listen, don't get mad because my mom and them told you the truth. Every time you look up, these kids got a new daddy. Every time you look up, you got a new cell phone number because you couldn't pay the last bill. Every time you look up, but yet still, you want to go and get your hair laced and your hands and feet done, and you want to front on the goddamn gram. No, that's not spiritual. That's not. And don't get mad at your family when they call you out on shit. Because you have to be the example. My brothers and them, when I first started, real talk, I was sleeping in an abandoned apartment. Everybody know my story. My brothers and them was like, if that's what you call spiritual, then I, Yeah, they was going to call me on my shit, but I had to stand firm. You right, I am. I Oh, but see, I didn't want to live with my family. Because then I would have been on restrictions. When, in that ab- abandoned apartment, I had my altar up. I had the sofitas that I did at bosses with so I could get to where I needed to go. I wouldn't have been able to do that. My brother's a minister. He wouldn't have been like, oh, what's this? Uh-uh, uh-uh, the blood of Jesus. So why? I wasn't going to stay with my sister-in-law and them because then it would have been, where's she going? She was, oh, what's she doing? Uh Uh-uh. No, uh uh-uh. She can't be bringing people here. Uh Uh-uh. So it would have been restrictions, which is okay because that's their home. But I didn't want to have a restriction. I didn't. I wanted to live my life and flow and learn, make mistakes and grow from where I was. And I appreciate it. And I'm grateful for it. Because the worst at the bottom, you learn the most valuable lessons. And I did. But I was grateful for my family. Don't get them wrong. But I just knew that I couldn't stay with them because it was either I'll be watched, I'll be criticized, I would be, you know, stuck. And nah, that's not me. And I love them. Don't get it wrong. I do. But if I would have stayed at my brother's house, I wouldn't have been able to put up an altar. If I would have stayed at my brother's house, I wouldn't have been able to do the things I wanted to do, come and go. Like... My other brother, man, I called him because there was a no lock on the door. Yo, put this lock up for me. Yo, I got it. And I tried to give him $20. He turned around and said, here. He gave me $100. He said, here, this for you. I said, yo, I got you. Thanks. And I was grateful. And when someone said something, my brother would be like, but yo, she doing it. He said, I saw the little, little place she got up there. She doing it. She ain't asking you for nothing. And I wasn't. You know what's so fucked up? They... I was living in a bedroom apartment. I had a cat that I believe only spoke Spanish because every time I turned the radio on to English channel, when I came back, it was on the Spanish channel. I was like, what the fuck? So I just knew the cat was Spanish. And when I would talk to the cat, the cat wouldn't listen. But if I had learned little Spanish words, the cat would listen. And every night when I would go to sleep, I'd wake up, the fucking cat was at my head. I was like, what the fuck? Get out of here. But every morning when I woke up, this cat was at my head, and I was like, "Wow!" But that cat wouldn't let nothing happen. I'm talking about, and it, I felt so bad that, and when I see these dudes now and I see how they live, and I'll be like, "Yo, that's karma." This cat was so gangster in this apartment, right? So when Gail got, but listen, to that, when she left, she left the cat there. I went and got a litter box, some litter. I went and got cat food for this cat. Like I took care of that cat. That cat was beautiful. That cat was gaining weight. Everything. That cat was really beautiful. And it's sad because I wanted to take the cat with me, cause the cat was the cat. Me and the cat became so close. Like we became family. And I'm not even a cat fan, but that cat, yo, I love that cat. And when I left, Wayman and them set that cat on fire, threw the cat out the roof, out the window, all of that. And I was like, yo, y'all gonna suffer. But that cat, when he was there, and he would go and lay up on my altar like it was his. For real. Me and this cat, we had memories. I stayed in that apartment for six months. But you know what was crazy? I kept it clean. Kept it clean. I had cleaning stuff there. Everything, right? And I had surgery. I was losing weight. And I put all my old clothes in there. When I tell you motherfuckers was um, asking me for stuff. And then I remember I was packing up and I had to run out to my job because I used to work in the Botanica doing readings. I was packing up and I was going to... Um, uh... Buffalo. And you know how you leave everything in a dish, ray. Right? So I was packing. I had these two suitcases. I had to clean the stuff on the counter and, you know, the clothes was in a pile. You know how you separate white from uh colored, And so I had that in the middle, right? And then I had the clothes that I was, you know, getting rid of because I had lost so much weight. So I was getting rid of those. And I never forget, Lakia came in because I had to run up to the job. And Lakia came in and she called me, oh, Gail is saying the house is messed up. So, when I came back, I'm like, messed up where? Oh, it's messed up the clothes. I said. So, when Gail came, I said, yo, family, right? I said, yo, these right here, because I'm going to the laundromat, I got to wash these right here. And these are the clothes that I no longer fit. You see, I was 380 pounds. I'm now down to 220 I can't fit that shit no more. So that's going in the garbage. I said, and you see all of this? I got bleach. I got all this cleaning stuff. I'm ready to clean. There's no dishes in the sink, ma. Like, yo, and it smells good because I got plugins all over the place. I said, so what is Lakia saying? Oh, she thought I was giving her money when I knew you was coming and I gave it to you. So what's the problem? I'm not paying the rent here. I'm giving you something because I'm here but what what was hubby family you know what I'm saying so you, when you start being an example and remind you I was staying down the hallway but when you start being an example and there's things I have morals and principles that I do stand on real talk I am not the person that if you meet a person online they should not just automatically be able to come to your house especially if you have young kids i'm 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 triggered with that. So, when you stop bringing people in your crib, different men, I'm leaving. You ain't, listen, it's your house. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. I just don't have to be here. So, I asked Gail, hey, can I take that apartment down the block? Down the hall? She was like, yeah, you know, ain't nothing to do it. That's okay. I'll do it. And people would come up in there. And I was like, yo, why is people in here? So, then I finally got the lock. And... My brother fixed it so they couldn't because it was this dude in the wheelchair, which was weird. Because he would, when I would go to work, like my stuff was in there, and he would. I saw him coming out there one day. I said, Yo, what you doing coming out there? He's like, What, what? Ain't nobody let me, yo, stop. You lay down the... Nah. So that's when I called my brother and I had him put the lock on because I was like, Yo, if you take anything out of here, nigga, I'm bodying you, like for real. So, you know, uh, I had to. I changed everything. I stopped hanging around so many people. I started limited, giving people limited access to me. Um, I started making the change. I used to sit out in the projects with people when I get off of work. Instead, I just started when I made money, yo, know, I started going to visit places. I was in DC, I was in Buffalo, I was in Atlanta, I was in New Orleans. Like I was I was all over the place. So because you couldn't give me an excuse. If you worked You know what I'm saying? It was just a weekend. Yo, I'm out for the weekend. Yo, where you going? Yo, I'm going to Buffalo. All right. Yo, where you going? Yo, I'm going to Atlanta. Oh, where? Yeah. Yo, yeah. And I would disappear. Now, my so-called friends and family, right, they would be, oh, you changed. Oh, you, you know, why you going someplace every weekend? Because I can't. Oh, and then they would want you to feel guilty. And I was like, yo, I don't feel guilty. I'm enjoying my life. I'm living. But like I said, the beginning part, I was the tyrant. I was the one like, nah, you can't do that. Don't do that. Like, I can't dictate what you do in your house. This ain't mine. All I can do is be the example. And guess what? If I don't like the way you do things in your house, I can leave. And I did. I took my stuff and I left. Well, where are you living at? In the abandoned apartment, girl? Fucked up apartment? Yeah. Where? Yeah. And I changed it. Now, it was times where Saudi and all of them, that's why I look at them and like, yeah, okay. Nobody thought about this apartment. Nobody. So, I had my stuff there. Now that it's clean and smelling good and I had it fixed up, Right? The front room. I, I didn't touch none of the bedrooms. So her daughter, I never forget her daughter, Shantae came in. With all her friends. And I'm like, yo, what you doing? Oh, because you know my mom still own this. No, she don't. She don't own this. She loves it. Oh no. Uh-uh. I said, okay. And real talk. I was like, yo, she's 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 miserable. She's miserable. But then my daughter I left from there and I moved in a friend's house. I was like, yo, can I crash here for 30 days? That wasn't good. Still, I didn't want to be around my family. So that wasn't good. I tried it, but it wasn't good because people, some people, when you go in their house, you know, I made sure I brought food. Like this month, these people where I was staying with, real talk. They wasn't used to certain things, but I, you know, I made sure I filled up the refrigerator. Um, I paid them. So they didn't want for nothing. But in the process, he would have his girlfriends come and they would go through my stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I got to get out of here. So before I went to New Orleans, I um, took my stuff to my son's grandmother's house. God bless her, And I stayed there for two weeks. Right, stayed there for two weeks. Came in and out. I'm just not that person to want to be around negative stuff. So you know, his aunt would be like, "Who's doing what? You got to be careful with this one because y'all don't trust." And I'm like, "Damn, don't nothing positive come out my mouth, you know?" So then it was, my daughter said, "Ma, I got we got a house." I said, "All I want is a room, and I help y'all with the baby and stuff." So. Best friend was born, and I helped them with best friend. And then they had extra, and I was there with extra. I helped them with extra. Um, you know, So whatever they needed or if they needed a babysitter or, you know, so I was there. I made sure that, you know, I had them. Where they didn't bother me. I didn't bother them. And then I had to go because I got initiated. I had to go, and I wound up in the shelter. But I, I love my family. I do, every single one of them. But I understand they have their beliefs. They have their, you know, things they believe in and things they honor and respect. And you can't go in someone's house and try to take over it and dictate to them what you're going to do or what they have to do. You can't do that. So, I made sure I have my own. But when it comes to family, it's nice to set boundaries, but the best thing about it is to have a conversation. If you know you're starting on a spiritual journey, talk to them. Tell them. You're, you're learning. You're going to make mistakes. You may not, you know, because this is a, it's a process. You're not going to get it right all at the first time. But the most I need is your support. And not financially. Just... To encourage me or to tell me to keep going or to pray for me. Shit, pray that I, I continue on this journey and I has no snap But if you see me tearing my ass or doing something contrary, don't embarrass me. Pull me to the side and correct me. Real talk. I can't afford to become arrogant. Or to be this person acting like I'm better than anybody. I always have to remain humble. Why? Because my family will definitely pull my card. For real. And they don't have no shame on it. But guess what? I opened that door for that. And it's right. You won't see me outside twerking and cussing people out. My good friend Darryl, right? I love Darryl. Me and Darryl grew up together. Yo, he's like my brother. When he saw me in places where I outgrew. He turned around and said, Yo, this is not you. You you don't belong here. This ain't you. Why you here? He's like, nah, uh-uh. Find someplace else. This ain't you. This is not you. This ain't your character. This ain't you. Cause them, nah, bye. Real talk. When I see people and family. And say if I'm going to visit someone, they'd be like, yo, you good? Because this ain't, this ain't where you supposed to be. I'd be like, nah, I got to drop something off for someone someone needs help. Or, you know, someone told me to meet them around this way. Oh, okay, well, we going to stand with you. Or, yo, we're going to walk with you. We ain't here to get in your business, but this ain't where you supposed to be. So you outgrew this. And that is respect. Why? Because I led by example. I didn't force my belief on anybody. And I don't. I'm not Jehovah Witness. I'm not going to knock on the door and tell you, oh, you got to worship Arisha. No. I'm here to, if you have a question, I do the best I can to answer. And if I can't, I know how to go to an elder and ask. And then research. And shit, we both can learn together. I'm not claiming that I know everything and I'm well versed. No. I grew up in the street. Uh uh-uh, uh, babes. Like, nah, that didn't happen. So, I don't want you to think like, oh, she knows more. No, don't put me on no pedestal, cause that same pedestal you've been to kicked it over. I've been to jumped off of it. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I just have to lead by example. That's all. And sometimes I may make a mistake, or I may make. I do. I I want to see the good in everyone, but sometimes everybody don't want to see the good in me, and people are quick to judge you or try to add their flaws, fears, and phobias on you. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'ma respect you enough to walk away. Cause two hot heads ain't nothing gonna happen out of this. You know? And then you'll have those family members that will they they just they want to you know intimidate you or make you feel like you ain't worth nothing or the worst. You wouldn't have this if it wasn't for me. Excuse me. Like that right there is the worst. Uh, no. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Now I'm the I'm the family member to be like, Chad. I know you don't want to hear it, but I told you so. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I I am that one. But I'm not gonna do it in front of everybody and make you feel like you're less than. Nah, that I'm not gonna do. You know, I <laughs> was that. <coughs> Excuse me. When I was at my brother's house, and you know, all my family was there and stuff. And this is what I don't like. Right? The old me would have spazzed. We'd have been in there fighting, and the whole day would have ended with all of us either being locked up or not speaking. So that's how I know, you know, I've grown and I'm grateful and I've matured. Certain families have this uh belief that when they talk about you they love for the kids to sit around and listen when you talk bad about your family members that is the worst right it is and believe it or not spiritual people people that starting on these spiritual journeys they are horrible for this they get on the phone and they dogging out, yeah, because you know she don't believe in what I believe in. And this is why I don't fuck with them. This is why I don't deal with them. Egg gonna move me out the way. Why why? Cause your kids are sitting there and they taking all that in. So now when they see this family member you dogged out, they don't know how to embrace them. Cause you not they didn't heard you talk about them so bad. They don't know what to do. They don't know should they say hi? Should they keep their distance? They don't know. So, and i give you an example. I'm at my brother's house. So, it's me, my cousin, Fatty, my cousin, Lisa, all of that, right? My cousin's daughter, Sinead and her kids. So, my son and them were all dogging me out. And Sinead's kids had to hear it. Because when they saw me, they didn't know what to do. They didn't know, should I talk to her or should I not talk to her? And... They mom was like, "That's cousin Diana. Oh my God!" And they're looking at her like, "Uh, you just dogged out." But okay, <laughs> like, all right. So I kept on. I kept on living my life, right? So when my son, when they said, "Yeah, the corn is on his," cause she, my cousin's daughter, she was like, "Yeah, my cousin is coming. Oh, it's about to ready to go down." So now the kids and everybody is looking. Like, okay, my brother comes and goes, are you gonna be okay? Cause you know, you you my sister. And I'm like, the fuck are y'all talking about? But this is how (laughs) people will, right? Cause, you know, oh her son is coming. Like, you know, he's 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 great, curse out. Before I'm anything. Before I'm spiritual, before I'm crowned, before I'm all of that, I am Bobby Ann's baby daughter. Remember that. Before I'm anything else, I am Bobby Ann's baby daughter. Real talk. My son walks in. He said, Beniciana, I said, santo. And he sat down and he was talking to him. When you just saw the disappointment... In her face, you saw people looking like, and my son sat there and said, got to respect her crown, and she is my mother. I don't care what you say behind my back. I've been called worse by better. Trust me on that. I have, I'm not the baddest chick in the room. I am not that chick that's going to sit there and tell you, oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this. Not at all. I'm not the loudest person in the room. Trust me on that one. I know how to walk in the room, greet everybody, and sit down. Because I'd rather listen before I make any kind of assumptions. I'm not the one that's like, oh, the party started! Not none of that. I'm going walk in. I'm usually the last one to walk in. And I greet the host and greet everybody, and then I sit down. I am respectful. My mama did raise me with some sense. So, then my cousin comes and he goes, the reason why ain't nobody saying nothing to you because they know you in that voodoo stuff. I was like, what? I said, okay. And I kept doing what I was doing. Every morning I got up and prayed. Every night I said, thank you. And I, you know, I knew I didn't eat with a fork. I knew my taboos and I enjoyed it. And for those three days, That I was there. I didn't miss a beat. It wasn't an actor. That's who I am. My son, whenever he saw me, when he came, Benicio Santo, and everybody would be talking. So then they had to ask, what are you saying? He said, I'm giving her blessings and she's giving them back. And then they had this conversation. She was so aggravated, she went upstairs. And then, something happened that I said, wow. They started asking questions. And as like, they went home, but my cousin came back. And <clears throat> for those days that he hung with me, he said, yo, you really like that? I said, yeah, I am. He said, yo, I'm not even going to lie. I thought it was an act. He said, no, that's really you. Yeah. Yeah. And my brother was like, yeah, that's her. That's how she is. That's her. He was like wow and what he couldn't understand was he said so you really believe in all of this i said yeah he said and so tell me so we everybody started talking you know we started everybody started explaining right because families do families need those conversations be it uncomfortable or whatever but you need it you need that conversation because this is my journey it's not yours it's my journey But respect it the same way I respect your journey. The one thing that I know that even they said that was foreign for me, but I understood. In Lukumi, right, or any ATR, there's discipline. There's focus. There's respect, right? And there's things like taboos and things like that that we follow if we want to have a prosperous and a, a better life. Now, in Christianity, no shade. They have the same, a, a few of the same things, right? Um, but the discipline is not something that is totally embedded. Because they ended with, well, you got free will. So, you mean to tell me that you're giving me a choice? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and The lead by example is faulty because in the church, and I grew up in there, it is, excuse me, where do as I do, don't do as I say. Right? Or, matter of fact, do as I say and don't do as I do. Let me recant that. I'm truly sorry. I apologize. Do as I say, don't do as I do. So if I'm telling you, you have to be a good Christian, you have to be upright, you got to repent and accept God as your personal savior. But here I am, I'm going to sleep with all these women. I'm going to sleep with all these men. I'm smoking, I'm drinking and all that. But don't pay attention with me because how I'm going to try to uh, tell you not to look at my faults and failures is God is working on me. I'm a work in progress. But when you go through an ATR, this is your ATR. These are things you cannot eat. These are things you should not eat. These are things you should stay away from, my boy. And it's not, well, you got free will. Well, you do it, but this is what's going to (laughs) happen. Like, yo, you eat that. I can't drink coffee. You drink coffee, your ass going to die. But then when you think about it, I was drinking 14 cups a day. I was. I was the coffee fanatic. I was drinking 14 cups a day and big cups. I wasn't drinking no small cups. And I started becoming hooked to coffee When I started working in the bookstore, I'm like, yo, I would get up, have a cup, have a cup, have a cup, have a cup. What? And I would go to sleep too. Cause people used to be like, yo, you drinking coffee and you still can sleep? Hell yeah. Would get up, go to sleep, jump up, man. I have 14 cups a day. Everybody already knew. Yo, go get her coffee. She wanted it with heavy cream and five sugars. That's it. And I would drink it like it was water. I drink coffee before I drink water. Real talk. So, he was like, look, you drink coffee, you're going to die. Now, that'll change everything. That'll change that perspective. Shit, I ain't drinking no more coffee. You're right. <laughs> Fuck coffee. I haven't drunk coffee in six years. Six years I have not drunk coffee. I love the smell of it. Oh, I love the smell of it. I love the smell of fresh roasted coffee. smell of coffee beans. But I don't drink it. I ain't. I, no, I, I ain't ready to go. I'm not ready to go. So while we was having the conversation, the family was all sitting around. And they was like, so my cousin said, you believe that? I said, hell yeah. And he was like, so what if someone sneak and try to give you coffee? There's no sneaking. I, I know what coffee, you know, I remember sending someone to Starbucks. And I went, to. I said, yo, this coffee. Nah, I can't drink that. I don't drink coffee. And he was like, oh, for real? Yeah. But you'll find people that be like, yo, I made you a cup of what? Coffee. Ain't nobody gonna know. I know. The same way Ogun took liquor from me. I can't drink. I'm <clears throat> New Year's, never forget. I was in there with my friend Nisi. She was in the liquor store buying her a nip. And she said it was her and Audie. And she was like, um, here, buy you a bottle. I said, I don't drink. And the guy was sitting there, he said, yo, you don't drink? I said, no. He said, yo, you lying. I said, no, I don't drink. She was like, here, you can drink and nobody will know. I said, let me tell you something so you'll never forget. They can tell me the only way I can save my children's life if I drink this liquor. I tell my kids, eventually we'll meet each other on the other side. She was like, oh. So he's sitting there like, yo, you don't drink? I said, no. He said, you smoke? I said, no. He said, yo, you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I don't smoke or drink. He said, yo. And it was a girl, Monica, that came in there. Now, prior, a few days before, she told me I was going to hell because I don't act right. I'm worshiping the devil and I need to really, really get right with God because what I'm doing is a sin. When I tell you she walked in there pissy fucking drunk. I'm talking about drunk. And she turned. Now, mind you, she did this at a whole event. She told me I was going to hell. Never forget it. And when she turned around and saw me, she said, because the guy was telling her. He was like, nah, she's just standing in here with Nisi. She don't drink. Like, yo, she don't drink. She turned around and looked at me. Don't judge me. God is working on me. I said, wow, <laughs> wow. And you'll find people that will, especially family, that will sit and wait and hold that finger out. Like, I knew you was a fake. I knew you. But I I don't do those things. Because I know what the aftermath or what is the, the outcome will happen to me if I do said things. You don't have to do it. You can eat with a fork all day. I can't. You can sit and drink and smoke your life away. I can't. And I won't. Because I want to live a good, healthy life. I'm still here. So it must have been right. I'm still here. And all those people that went against, we now say EBAE after their name. I'm not trying to be like that. Not now. I got some things I need to finish. like, nah. So when you're dealing with family, yes, they're going to bring up your past. Yes, they're going to be like, well, well, you used to do it. Yes, they're going to criticize you. Yes, they're going to joke on you. Yes, they're going to call you stupid. Yes, they're going to gossip behind your back. Yes, they're going to do all kinds of things. Yes, because you know what you're doing? You're changing the narrative. You're stepping away from the pity table. You're saying, yo, this is not how I want my life to be. This ain't it. A lot of them had that same thought. But somebody put their fears and phobias and they worried about what people thought. So they didn't do it. They sat there. You, my darling, my babes, have that fire in you. And you're stepping away. Not everybody, listen. When you start changing the narrative and start changing your life for the better, not everybody's going to jump on your bandwagon. And family is the first to be like, wow, I salute you. Oh, my goodness, great. No. Because the first thing they thinking in their head, why the fuck you doing it? I'm supposed to be doing it. Well, you're not. My family have this bad thing, too, where whenever you want to share your success, right, They will denounce your shit and put their shit up there. I'm going to give you an example. We have a chat, right? We have a group chat for family, right? i tell you no lie. We have a group chat for family. And my cousin had put up something about she was going through. My cousin, April, she had put up you know, how her husband are doing the tattoos and things like that. My brother Robert was like, oh, well, I'm going here. I'm going to Boston. I'm doing this. And I'm like, why are you taking her shine away from her? Like, this is her moment. This is her moment. Like, yo, congrats. But it never fails because my family, and it is real talk, you know, my family is no matter what, you know, why is it you? It's me too. But it's not your time to shine. The light. We all have a chance to be in the light. But right now, this person had a positive outcome. Whatever it is, let's clap for them. You, you can wait. Well, if someone, in my family, let me tell you. If someone is getting married, let's just say at the wedding, you know how you do the toast. Somebody are taking and proposing to their girl or their man right there. Because they always have to one-up you. It never fails. That should be so funny to me. I be laughing my ass off Because it never fails. Somebody always have to one-up you. They always. It is just human fucking nature in my family. You, what? You get to shine. I know you lying. I got to get to shine. And you just laugh. And it's crazy because... At one time, my kids was like that, and I stopped that. Like, no, 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 it's her time. Or well, my daughter and them to do. oh, uh-uh, why you always giving them? No, no, don't be like that. Like, no, this, this this is not it. Everybody has their moment. Everybody has their chance. Everybody has their their, come up. It, it ain't always got to be about you. Oh, it's up. No, it's not. Give somebody else the light. Just helping them shine their light brighter does not diminish yours, and that's real talk. Be grateful. And clap for others, cause you'll be amazed on who's clapping for you. So, it, it is. It 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 is. It is a lot of undoing. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of undoing. It's a lot of unlearning and relearning different things. And you know, I don't have to sit there when I'm around my family and do like my my sister Denise has this thing where. No matter what, you can have grown up, you can have brought a house, you could have got a great job or whatever, she's still going to remember whatever fucked up thing you did and she's going to make sure that you remember as well. And you know what? I used to get so frustrated about that when I first started on my spiritual journey, but now... I go, thank you. Thank you for the reminder from where I was to where I am now. Oh my God, what would I do without you? And she sits there, right? Because she'll sit there and she'll be like, oh, fuck y'all. This is why I don't be bothered. And she becomes angry now. Now, back in the day, she'll do it and she'll get a laugh out of it because that person would be so angry. Like, oh shit, you know, why are you saying that? And she would laugh. She'd be like, oh, I got them." But now that the narrative has changed, she gets so frustrated and she be like, this is why I don't be bothered with no fucking body. And she'll leave. And my brother will look at me and say, that's all you got to do? Well, she said I'm wrong. At one time I did. I went to jail. I was fucking up. All of that. I'm grateful that she reminds me that. I need that reminder. And I always tell her, thank you. Oh my God, what would I do without you? This keeps me humble. I'm grateful. See how the narrative has changed? I'm no longer angry. What, I need to be angry? Thank you for the reminder. I'm happy you bringing up all the things I did. Because look where I was. And look where I am now. That is growth. That is maturity. That is me changing my life. Because so many people think you can't. And I did. So I'm grateful for that. I am. I'm forever grateful. She will turn around and be like, fuck y'all. This is why I don't fuck with y'all. And get angry and leave. What did you think? I'm supposed to sit here and argue with you? Or you think you're going to relish Oh, you trying to front like you all that in front of people. But I
2: remember when.
1: So do I. It's my life. I should remember. Why would I forget? I can't forget that. I did it. And I healed from it. Like you can. I'm being an example. I'm not forcing healing on nobody. I'm being an example. You already see how It worked. It worked. I'm no longer doing that. I'm no longer using those things. No, I wasn't cracking. All I smoke was weed. But I don't need to smoke weed. I don't need to sit there and fight and argue with people, run up in people's houses and all that, getting arrested. I don't need that. I've grown. And I'm grateful for the reminder, Denise. Thank you every day of my life. Every time I see you and you remind me, thank you. And she gets so pissed off. I don't need to fight. Bitch, what you talking about? I don't need all that. Thank you. Thank you. Can I hug you? Thank you. No, no, don't touch me. Okay. Well, have the day you deserve. Thank you. I I hope that you would have stayed, you know, because we were were all great and mm. That's why I don't fuck with family. That's why I leave. And she do. Now let me tell you how corny she is though, because I love her. She'll leave for about an hour and come back. Ain't nobody telling me where I need to go. I'm back. I just had to go and do something. <laughs> and that's it. And I do and she will she's the type that anytime somebody says something, oh but I remember when she got arrested. Like through the whole time, it's like she'll try to stab and poke the bear. Cause she needs to find your weakness. And we have family members like that. When you are starting on your, your spiritual journey, they'll constantly say stuff because they're seeing where they can penetrate you. They're seeing where they can make you mad and get you out of character. But you give no one that power. No one. I will never, never belong to the creator, not me. Why am I giving you that much power? Because she'll be sitting there waiting with that thing. I knew it was a phony. I knew it. The same way when she wrote all that on my page and I told her, do not come over here with the messy stuff. That we're not doing because I will block you. I will block you. Know what? I didn't post you to say for your birthday. I posted my brother. We know you don't celebrate that day, so go on about yourself. Why? Because you want attention because she has to poke the bear. And we we all have family members like that. And I want you to know, don't give them that power. You're on a spiritual journey. Now, if you know you're still growing and you're not strong enough to sit there and hold your composure and not give her or him the benefit of the doubt, then I suggest you don't go to these events or places where you know that family member is there until you get your foundation strong. But if you are already strong enough you, you tell them thank you. Thank you for the reminder. This is why I'm remaining humble. Thank you. And as they continue to poke the bear, you listen, the only way the clown can perform, you got to buy the ticket to the circus. And if you buy a ticket there, then they can't perform. People need attention. The more attention they seek, the more clownish they become. So when, like, my brother would sit there and be like, Denise, now you know, stop. She'll go harder. And I sit there and be like, she's not hurting anybody. She's just speaking her piece. That makes her madder. Oh, oh, so I'm not fucking with y'all. Oh, but then after about 30, 40 minutes, she on to the next person. And then she'll turn around with the same mouth. You know, I love you. I'm so happy that you've grown. You know, I'm so happy. And then she'll go, but that one over there. And I'll be like, "Uh uh-uh, we're not doing that. We're not talking about nobody at all, at all. Over here is a peaceful space. If you want to come over here and sit and chill with us, we're listening to music. We're talking. We're reminiscing. But what we're not going to do is the the negative. Oh, well, I'm going to go over here. She'll find somebody, one of my family members, that want to hear the mess. She'll find them. So it's always somebody. You know what saying? If you ain't got nothing nice to say, come sit by me and we dog people out every day, which is fact. But I'm not that no more. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. And take that shit down there because I ain't got to hear it. Over here, we, we uplift and encourage So thank you, y'all, for being the second out of five where we talk about family. And it is. It's not going to be easy. Nobody ever said if it was easy, everybody would do it. But it's challenging. But the challenge will make you stronger. And baby, it ain't nothing like you think it is. It's so much more. So much more than you can ever imagine. As always, this is Bobby Ann's Baby Girl, saying thank you for being a part of the Back Porch Conja. I am Ifa Bell.